Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hi, this is Orlando Bishop, Coach Orlando of Align Performance. Glad to be here. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you for taking the time. It took us a while because I, I always feel bad because I hound the expletive deleted out of people. <laughs> um, but a lot of times people are like, no, I can't make it, but please keep hounding me. No, I can't make it. Please keep hounding me. And, yeah. and to your credit, you were you were clearly interested from the beginning. So thank you for taking the time. Absolutely. I ask people a pretty standard question these days at the front of this before recording. And mm-hmm. the topic that we got on right away mm-hmm. was talking about freedom. Yes. And I asked you, I, I like to try and find a new twist on it. So I could say, well, what it is about podcasting that makes you think of freedom? That's a really mm-hmm. obvious question. And I mm-hmm. asked you instead, why did you feel like going to podcast would give you freedom that you weren't getting somewhere else? Right, right. Yeah. Well, I've written for television. I actually came out, I live in Los Angeles. I came out to, to LA to get into Hollywood and make mm. movies and all and make TV and all that. And so I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to deal with the gatekeepers, right? I have this idea and I think people are going to like it, but then there's a whole other audience of people in between me and the people I think will like it and who I have to convince that's a real thing that we should actually do. And so what I love, one of the things I loved about podcasting was that it allowed me to say, I think they'll like it this way. Uh, Let's go for it. And, mm-hmm. and so that, that, that really fed me and served me and being able to sort of have this short window, really as short as I want it to be. I've made it, I've maybe made it a little longer than some because I like to post and I get to trimming every um and ah and adding my music and we'll talk about all that stuff. But um, <laughs> there's something to be said for polishing. Like, <laughs> I, and what I say for it is I don't do any of that, <laughs> but there's, yeah. Which, which I, I also really like because I think there's a free, also a freedom of saying like, there's no rule, right? Like someone, one person may just post their conversation. Another person doesn't. I am hoping that there's a podcast I was a contributor to and the episodes are going to be, you know, two hours plus. And Mm -hmm. so that's a whole thing and that they're doing. And, and for the audience that would enjoy that, I think they're going to love it. Now, does the audience who's looking for 30 minutes on the way to work want that? Absolutely not. Uh, So I also like (laughs) that piece, you know, like, yeah, Yeah. like, you know, like everything isn't for everybody. And then you're able to go off and uh, do that and find your folks. And if for you, the 15 people you found who are listening and enjoying or that's your target, then run with that. And for someone else, maybe they're looking to build a a wider audience. So I just, Mm. I like that it can be whatever we want it to be. And honestly, I'm more controlling myself because I always like the shiny new object. So I'm I'm really <laughs> controlling myself right now because yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, we can do storytelling and we can have a show that does a bit. Right. So I'm trying to <laughs> control yourself. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds to me like you don't have the problem of being stuck as fuck. I think you no. have the problem of being like um, before I was saying I, I heard someone say, um, that this person said, what really works for me is when I manage to have like a f- an urgency with a focus. So my yes. hair is on fire, yes. but I'm running toward a particular goal. As <laughs> opposed to running right. in circles like Daffy Duck. <laughs> like a crazy <laughs> Which is usually exactly. Do yeah. you find that um, when you when you cracked open the door and like, you know, snuck into podcasting land mm-hmm. and realized mm-hmm. all these things that you could do with it, was there anything in particular that you went, oh my goodness, I hadn't even thought of like I could I could run in this direction and do a host of mic. I could bring in get like what, yes. what really was like a surprise? surprising freedom. 
Well, one thing I'm thinking about, and I do want to come to this, some things that we're, you know, hopefully we'll touch on that and, and, and that I'm doing now, but I have several projects that are byproducts of all that time I spent thinking about what mm. film and TV projects could happen. And I'm very curious about the idea of doing, um, essentially dramatic podcasts of, of, of really having people tune in and it's the next episode of blank and how might we do that? Or could we take a movie idea that we had? And there's one I have in particular um, that's a hip hop musical and I, and we had it set up over at Fox and this and that and whatever. It didn't ever make it to the screen. And I've always thought it was just a great project that just never found the right home. And could we, do it. Could we produce mm. it and maybe send it out into the world and, you know, 10, 10 minute episodes and see what happens? You know, it's, it's just sitting there right now, so it can't hurt. And I think that this might be a really interesting way, again, to find an audience that wants it and that will enjoy it and appreciate it without having to convince people who aren't really of that audience. Oh, no, no, no. It'll really work. You'll make your money back. Mm. You won't get fired, which is a big Hollywood thing. <laughs> Right. Like that's a that's the problem in Hollywood. Yeah. Everybody's just scared. Everybody's yeah. like, no, no, no. This is not exactly like the thing that's working right now. Yes. And so I'm gonna get fired if I walk yeah. into my boss's office with your crazy idea. So yeah, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make candy canes are gonna be orange and pink. Yeah, right. No, that's that's not gonna work. Not but gonna it's gonna taste work. exactly the same. No, that's not how it works. Candy canes look like this. Exactly. Yeah, I, I hadn't really thought about that. I, I started podcasting um, this show and other shows and I was just like, um, this is what I want to do on present record. And never like I never really looked at it from the point of view of of what should I be doing. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been a lot of I put mm-hmm. an episode out and then I listen to it later and I go, Oh my God. Like, okay, <laughs> we need microphone stands, you know, or like whatever. Right. <laughs> like the you learn lessons along the way. Like, For oh sure. I'm gonna go back and edit the can I edit history, you know? Yeah. there's a there's a power too though to what you said that i I, is that you can put something out and not because of the low barrier of entry you can have that moment right you can have the moment where you say oh yeah i wouldn't do that that way going forward or from now on i want the intro i'm gonna have a new intro for every season or i'm gonna you know and that it's okay that it's you know oh i thought i was going to interview the person for an hour and a half but it turns out 45 minutes is plenty and that you can adjust then and it doesn't make the first episode wrong and mm-hmm. i like that too I, I i like that sort of energy of that i always be testing to 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 quote someone near and dear to both of us um, but yeah. just there yeah, always be testing yeah iterate 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 iterate, 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 iterate that's yeah. right that's right i i think the i i one thing podcasting cured me of, I mean, like podcasting, listening to podcasts. So as a listener of podcasts, as a consumer, mm-hmm. one thing it cured me of was my urge to always start at the front. <laughs> I used to, mm-hmm. well, I, you know, oh, I found a blog. Oh, there's 3000 posts. I can start at the front. <laughs> I right. Get a lot of coffee right. and I do it over a weekend. Um, <laughs> but podcasts, I was like, it became so clear to me that uh, not all of them, but some of them mm. suck horribly or mm. in the middle, they completely change format and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't mm-hmm. want to dump my 7,000 users, so I'm just going to do something different. And I really learned this lesson of you, Craig, you don't need to think of the podcast as an entire single entity. I can think of it as, I mean, 
some of these episodes really run together. Oh, I broke it apart. It's four, you know, it's a four part mm-hmm. interview. It's kind of mm-hmm. like one thing. Um, but I really learned this lesson of you can, you know, I can just dip in and really like love on this episode with this yes. particular guest. And yes. then I took that away when I started podcasting. I'm like, yeah, I mean, if I did that episode and I think it sucks when I listen to it three years later, that's okay. Cause somebody's probably going to love it, even though they're not the avatar mm-hmm. that I was imagining mm-hmm. when I made it, mm-hmm. there's probably an avatar. So not, then I had this whole new dimension of what, you know, we talk a lot, everybody talks a lot about imagining who you're creating for or who is the avatar that you're creating for. Right. And then I thought, oh yeah, but the avatar changes. And then I'm like, oh yeah. And then there's the whole fact of like, once you publish it, it doesn't really matter who I was making it for. That's right. <laughs> so That's I learned right. a lot just listening and, and like, I can't listen to all these episodes. Right. There was a, there was interestingly sort of along that of not, of someone maybe not being in the avatar. So I was in a conversation with an entrepreneur, uh, a woman who I've been friends with. We worked with a company together and just have stayed in touch. And she put me onto this book and I'm not going to think of the author's name and I apologize, but she put me onto this book, Chillpreneur. <laughs> apply in the forum. <laughs> yeah. So Chillpreneur was the name of the book. And so I listened to this book and it is 100% targeting women. Like it's clear that that you know the audience and and explicitly so um but i got a ton out of it uh, just a ton and really thought Mm. in some ways that it spoke to me much more so than some books i've read that i think were much more male centric around starting your business and being a cat you know captain of your ship kind of protagonist yeah yeah and 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 so yeah i found myself going yeah that's probably going to be true for me And I think there's a value to continuing to think about that avatar because it helps you to be specific in ways that in the end may land other ways, but I think Mm -hmm. it it still leads to choices and, and that's, yeah. yeah, And I think that served me, that has served me well. Hmm. Uh, Random things. I'm going to play the Craig sounds omniscient card. Hey, tell me more about music in your podcast (laughs) (laughs) to people listening. They're like, what? I'm like, well, let me talk about things in advance. I have a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so I, so interestingly, so we were, I was in the podcasting uh, workshop, Akimbo, and was sort of uh, pushed toward it by my friend and coach and client and a whole bunch of sister-in-law and just a whole bunch of other things, Nadine Kelly, uh, who has her own great um, podcast uh, and, and the Yogi MD uh, podcast. And now she's actually graduating the MPK Health Integration. So I'm very excited for her. But at any rate, she had done a lot of work in Akimbo and, and and said to me, all right, we've talked about this. You, you need to do it. Get in there and do it. And so Here's your friendly I, shove. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hope you hope you learn how to swim. There you go. And but I did. And it was so exciting to to jump in there. And she was going to be my first guest. And I'm listening. And uh, a lesson came along that was about music. And so I thought, eh. <laughs> which one do you mean? Yeah, and I was How like, hard eh. could this be? I was like, eh, I doubt it, you know. But let me, you know, to say I've done it, I'm going through this experience. I'll throw some music that I created for a totally different project on there just to see. And within 30 seconds, I was like, oh, this is going to be everything. <laughs> like it just mm. completely changed my vision for the project. And so what I now do is I've created a piece of music for each guest 
Um, one guest said, you know, oh, I thought yeah. like, well, what kind Mad of music props, thing? by the way, that's crazy uh, amounts of work. And it's, it's really turned into a, a lot. Like usually the creation of the basic song is four hours. And then I usually have variations of it within the episode. <laughs> um, so that's another, you know, that's probably another hour or two we could account for in the editing time where I jump out and go, Oh, I need this to like not have this part in it. Or I need this to just mm. sort of be the drum piece. Uh, but I feel like it's made, Unstuck AF, which is the name of the podcast, uh, it's made Unstuck AF very specific and true to me. I love music. Um, I directed a film called Dinner for Two, and that was all centered around music. And I drove everybody crazy because they were like, this is a low budget film. How are we going to get the rights to all this stuff? And I was like, just go make it so because I just (laughs) I just love music. And it's always been a part of how I've experienced things. And so now with these episodes, I've really had this opportunity to flex this piece of me and jump into GarageBand. Um, and it's been great. It's been great fun. And again, I feel like it's made Unstuck AF specific and different. And some people may find it distracting. And I understand and respect that and certainly don't want to lose people, but feel like I want this to be different. I want this to be something that every couple of weeks during the season, when you see that pop up, that you think, I'm going to have that experience. And I'm not yeah. going to have that experience anywhere else. So I can no. choose not to have it. But it's not like I can choose from 50 places where the host is producing a specific song for the score. And Mm. I really do think of it as a score instead of it just being background music. I really think of it as a score. Um, I I, I also respect that I'm, you know, creating stuff in GarageBand and it does. I don't think that uh, any of the big record companies are coming through. So I've been I've decided that I don't create great music, but I create superior music. That's what I've decided. <laughs> I was that uh, now. It sounds like you're knocking yourself down and peck. I was thinking, no, no, no you. I've said countless times, and people say this a lot, that there's magic in the auditory experience when you, when as a consumer of the piece, you mm-hmm. know that nobody can see you. It's not like mm-hmm. like if you're in a theater, you know, watching a live production, you can't pick your nose. Like people are going to see you. It's like you, know, right, you have right. to be like you have to be like on point, on game. And there's something about the private, the intimacy of audio. We all know mm-hmm. that. And I'm I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, yeah, well, you're just sort of like being true to that. By saying, well, if this is audio, then audio is not just, you know, two people between ferns, then that right. then it's also gonna have some sort of sound. And I like your insight about it being um a sound uh a, you know, a score. I was gonna say mm-hmm. it's not just a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my brain went off on a tangent. I just right. yesterday started watching the, I'm halfway through the latest Bond film. Mm. And I noted at the beginning in the opening credits that the score is by Hans Zimmer. Oh, so wow. I was just like, oh, well, man, they got Zimmer to do this. I'm like, it's just in my brain. I know mm-hmm. that the score plays such an important part in film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now I'm like, oh, I guess I should score my shows. <laughs> I think it Not, does come out of my head. Uh, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's so, but, it, but again, it's true to like who I am and how I experience things. I think it does come out of my film background to some degree. And so I do have a sense of like, oh, well, if we set up this theme here, then by the time it comes around at the end of the episode and if i play you know have that in there oh, people are going to experience amen. it so yeah it's, well, let's uh, not start it's talking about film i'm a i'm a film mean i'm not um yeah i'm like yeah the shark jaws it's just the six notes you know there's the isn't that <laughs> just wild? The sound. yeah amazing um, amazing yeah i mean it's uh, been how many years since that film came out and still if any of us I here even, i think the, i was too young to even see that in the original theater i've only ever seen that like 
maybe on a midnight showing somewhere. Right, right, I once, right. I once saw, I once had the divine privilege of seeing an original print of Dr. No, the original no way. film from like 67 or 68 or something. Wow. It ran it as a midnight movie, you know, one of my little podunk theaters. But back yeah. in the 80s, maybe early 90s, when they still had film projectors, right? mm-hmm. <laughs> so it actually mm-hmm. came around and it was like, da-da, da-da. That's <laughs> awesome. It actually makes a big deal out of its being in stereo. <laughs> which is the whole where i was going with this is like okay so you know things that were in stereo once right. used to be really amazing now it's all this stuff um when you're scoring mm-hmm. um what i'm thinking is the average person listening to this show my I, my mom doesn't even listen i can't even say hi mom people are probably not used to thinking about scoring mm-hmm. something and i'm wondering if there are any like tips or things that you know like you could drop us some you know, some truth bombs that would help us think about Mm -hmm. maybe some lessons from scoring that we can think about when we're editing our shows. Absolutely. I think really connecting to the experience we want people to have, not necessarily just what we want them to hear or learn, but really what's the experience that we want them to have. I think of Unstuck AF very much. I, what I came to and it served me was it's a pregame speech for your life. I do sports mm. coaching as well. So like, that's a strength. Yeah. You know, and there's a sense of like, okay, when you finish this, like, I want you to, you know, when you are done and then yeah, we jump up off, and your chair falls over, right? Exactly. You're like, ah, here we go. And that's the goal. And so the music is intended to sort of carry that through and to help you really tap into the experience of the person's describing, where did they get unstuck? How did they get unstuck? Um, and, and, end the episode on that up note of, yes, we all go through things, some very different than others, but that experience of we can, uh, soldier mm-hmm. on, we can move forward. I want to be a piece of it. So really thinking about the experience. And the other is being thinking about how to repeat things without being repetitive. Because I think that Ooh, there's something about having, the, you know, a certain theme that's in the music or what have you carry through and people have an emotional um, reaction to it, even if they're not consciously aware of it. Mm. But then you do have to be mindful that, you know, if they hear the same thing, you know, my episodes run 45 to 60 minutes. No one wants to spend, you know, 45 <laughs> to 60 minutes listening to the same, like, six notes, right? So there right. you go. Yeah. Cool. Did I answer the question you asked me? I'm not yeah, sure actually I did, you but... Actually, you did. You answered, did? You answered okay, the great. question exactly. I think it's pretty – I always say this is – I really enjoy doing this like high wire or trapeze work. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it looks like there's no net. We have like an opportunity at the end to decide if the show is going to see the light of day. But um, we're really like trying to do acrobatics without a net. And I always, mm-hmm. um, it never ceases to amaze me when, you know, I, I smash some together words with a question mark on the end, you know, and then people <laughs> manage to, to go, I think I see what you're trying to ask. Where you about. going? So, yeah, right, right, you right. asked it exactly. Um, any other parting thoughts as we approach the end of the drag race? Yeah, absolutely. So heading towards season two and one of the lessons for me is, uh, that it's okay that I'm learning 
and having talked to people said, oh, well, it was 50, you know, I'm doing 10 episode seasons. Well, you know, I was 50 episodes in or I was 35 episodes in or whatever it is when I felt like I really hit my stride and being open to that and just encouraging other people to be open to that. I, I can get very much into a perfectionist place of like, mm. this should, you know, stand on its own forever and it should be <laughs> all figured out. And, you know, these should be the exact questions. And, and there's, there's a real fun to be had and a value in wandering down a road thinking, ah, you know, if next time that kind of thing comes up, I think I'll handle it this way or that way. Um, so yeah, just being continually open to, to things changing and happy accidents. I mean, again, the music, I was halfway through the process of going through the workshop and really thought I was pretty close to shipping that first episode before I even discovered that music could play such a big role. And now I can't even fathom what the podcast would be without it. Um, and then the other thing I would say is really think about how the podcast fits into your life and your plan or your business. For me, it's, it's really going to be a, been a cornerstone now in the direction I'm moving of wanting to create community around the system we've created for strategy. And, and, and so we've got our online community that we just launched, which is a, uh, we align. And so people are heading there. The podcast seems to have developed its own following and I've, I've been happy with the number of downloads. Nice. I don't think uh, Joe Rogan's, you know, losing any sleep over me, but <laughs> I, I definitely Does got the community <laughs> have a URL. Where, where is the community? Do you have it? Is it uh, yeah, sure. It's a, we align all one word. We W E A L I G N dot align P.com. So, and uh, so, yeah, so come on by and check us out and really uh, thank you so much for, uh, Thank you so much for being out there listening and sharing and creating all these different uh, podcasts. If there's one regret I have is that I now realize there's no way I'm going to make it even to all the podcast episodes of the people I know and love and want to support. Never mind oh, everything amen. that's out there. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, Orlando, I think that's a delightful place to call it for today. Thank you so much for taking the time. It was a pleasure to get, I think this is our first actual real one-on-one -on -one conversation it about is, Hollywood Squares Zoom style. So definitely <laughs> a blast. Thank you very yeah. much. Absolutely. Take care.